that when Andy called me on Tuesday and asked if I would preach, um, there was a little bit of trepidation, maybe a little fear in her voice. And, and, and after I said yes and I heard the <sighs> I then turned around and called my deacon, Cookie. And then with a lot more fear and trepidation in my voice, I said, Cookie, could you preach on Sunday? And uh, Cookie said yes. So, so thank you, Cookie. The next thing I did was I wondered, when did I become the priest that gets asked to do installations, right? That gets to preach at these things. When did I become an elder statesman in the diocese? You know, I, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that one out. And then the third thing I did was anxiously await Annie's email with the bulletin so I could see the lessons. Um, so here we go. <laughs> Until I got to know Jesus, and especially the Jesus of John's Gospel, the only other person I knew who used the word abide was my grandma. My grandma, Isla May. Isla May, or Ollie, as her friends call her, is 91. And she lives in the town where I was born, Sanger, California. So before moving to Sanger, Isla May grew up and started her family in the part of Missouri, where they don't say Missouri. <laughs> the part of Missouri where you hear things like, I'm fixin' to go to church, or I'm fixin' to swatch your behind. <laughs> so whenever I heard her use the word abide, I thought it was just a colloquialism, you know, something that she brought with her from that tiny southeastern part of Missouri, you know, right across the border from Arkansas. She would say things like, I don't abide dogs in the house. I won't abide you sassing your grandma. Or even worse, I just can't abide canned biscuits. <laughs> When she said abide, I always thought it was just her way of saying, right, that it was something she was just not going to put up with. So when I hear Jesus tonight, when I hear Jesus say abide, first of all, it's difficult to not hear my grandma's southeastern Missouri accent. I also have to remind myself that Jesus is not expressing any kind of dismay or displeasure, right? As in, I just can't abide those Pharisees. <laughs> Rather, Jesus is talking about the way, he's talking away about the way that God loves Jesus. He's talking about the way that Jesus loves us. And he's talking about the way with which we're supposed to, the way that we're supposed to love each other. In the gospel, we hear Jesus tell the disciples that the source of his love for them is the very same love, the very same love that God has for him. He tells them that there is a unity, a bond of love between God and Jesus that they are inextricably linked. 
And tonight we hear Jesus ask his disciples, we hear Jesus ask us to join him in that bond. He asks that we too become part of that unbroken bond, that chain of love that exists between God and Jesus, Jesus and us, us and the world. So how do we join? How do we sign up? Dare I say it, how do we get LinkedIn? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about those endless emails, you know, requesting that we join that professional networking site, but, but we get LinkedIn. We join in that bond between God, Jesus, and the world. We join in that bond when we love by doing. Jesus washing the feet of his disciples. And we get linked in, we join that bond between God and Jesus and the world when we love without limits. Jesus giving himself on the cross. We join God, we join Jesus, we abide. We abide when we love by doing and when we love without limits. Now, this might be the part of the homily where you might expect your wise old dean, right, to, to, to dispense some sagacious advice, right, um, to give you a step-by-step -step guide on how to abide, a guide on how to love by doing and how to love without limits. But frankly, I'm still working on that myself. So instead, I want to share what I know about you, what I know about St. Paul's. One thing I know is that you throw a good party. <laughs> you throw a good party. You're so good at it, you even have a party of parties. <laughs> I've been to a few of your parties, and the love and the love and the affection you have for each other is palpable. You're so good at parties that you even throw one for the entire city of Benicia, and indeed, the entire Bay Area, the Peddler's Fair. What I also know about St. Paul's is that you're really good at loving others as well. I see it in your commitment to the Sierra Service Project. I see it in your commitment to feeding the hungry. I see it in your always amazing vacation Bible school. I see it in your commitment to bridging religious divides through the Abraham Path Initiative. And I also am here to tell you, I also have to say, that for many years now, many, many years, I too have been a direct recipient of the love of St. Paul's. Now, now, like many things, 
It all began with Judy Furlong. <laughs> Judy, who years ago, when I began work as a chaplain at John Muir, Judy opened her home to me. She gave me a place to sleep those nights when I was the on-call chaplain, and driving in from Petaluma was just out of the option. When I was a finalist to be the rector at Church of the Epiphany, I was asked to meet with my deanly predecessor, at that time, the very Reverend Jeannie Forte, who just happened to give me the best advice ever. Thank you, Jeannie. I got the job. <laughs> when I was on sabbatical this summer, Mary Gosher so capably loved and served my people at Epiphany. Earlier this month, when I was in Reading for convention, a member of St. Paul's came up and thanked me for taking Annie out to coffee. In October, Tom Mater gave me football tickets, and even better, the parking pass. <laughs> it was for that awful, awful Cal versus Colorado football game last Saturday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go Buffs! I have the pulpit right now. <laughs> so when I offered Tom some compensation, he said to offer, just donate whatever proceeds I get from the sale of the tickets and give it to a worthy cause. And just a few nights ago, Ann Seed, one of your vestry members, send me a lovely email. She welcomed me to St. Paul's, thanked me for preaching tonight, I hope you don't regret it. <laughs> and she said that we need to share pictures of our beloved orange kitties. So Anne and I are getting together after the service. <laughs> the way that you love each other, the way that you love your community, the way that you love the poor, the hungry, and the outcast, the way that you have loved me, and the way that I can see you love your new rector, they all make it clear, abundantly clear, that St. Paul's knows something about love. Especially that part where Jesus tells us to love by doing. But remember, love by doing isn't the only thing. It isn't the only thing, unless, of course, you're on the Peddler Fair Committee. <laughs> if you remember, when Jesus tells us to abide, when Jesus shows us the way to love, there's a second part to that equation. There's another thing we have to do to forge that link. There's another thing that we have to do to forge that link between God and Jesus and us and the world. We are also to love without limits. Love 
without limits. That's what Jesus is saying when he tells us to love one another as he loved us. That's what Jesus means when he says, No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. We are to love without limits. And so tonight, here we are at a yet another wonderful St. Paul's party. We're here at the beginning of a new relationship between a rector and her congregation. And my prayer, my prayer for you, is that all this joy and all this excitement, all the energy and all the love, that these will give you, Annie, and you, the people of St. Paul's, the strength and courage to grow. Grow in loving without limits. My prayer is that it will be a relationship that will continue to help your community grow in loving without limits. My prayer is that it will be a relationship that will continue to help our deanery, our diocese, indeed the whole church, grow, grow in learning how to love without limits. My prayer is that you keep drawing on that limitless supply of God's love and that you keep bringing that love to the world, forging that bond, that link between God and Jesus and all of God's people. Continue in that journey already well begun, loving by doing and loving without limits. Amen. Amen.